Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I've talked about these scams before. People call you up and make all kinds of outlandish allegations against you in an attempt to get you to pay them money. And I assume that the subscribers to my channel, who are numerous, intelligent, and good-looking, um, know that this happens and it would never happen to them where they'd fall for it. But people keep falling for this stuff. And I've mentioned before, and I think this is important, we all know the people in our lives who, if anybody's going to fall for it, it might be them. So take heed. From the New York Post, Rick sent this to me. Elderly Chicago area woman loses $230,000 after a phone scammer accuses her of crimes. And it's a variation on one we've heard before. She's 74 years old. She lives in Chicago. And she was scammed out of $230,000 this year after a mysterious caller accused her of criminal activity, according to a local report. And unfortunately, they're preying on somebody who's probably not got a lot of people around them taking care of them. And they're feeling vulnerable. And her name is Henriette. She said she was so afraid when she received the phone call in May from a man claiming to be from the U.S. Department of Homeland Security that she got pulled into this. She told her story to WBBM television. The man, who identified himself as Andrew Hall, even gave her a badge and warrant case number, told her she was accused of drug trafficking and money laundering, which, of course, are crimes she's never committed. Now, when someone calls you on the phone and says, hi, we're law enforcement, you've broken the law, you should immediately say, wait a second, how come I've never seen that happen in the movies? Uh, I've never seen that happen. Uh, generally speaking, uh, when they arrest somebody, they go find the person and arrest them. So the idea that someone's going to call you and say, oh, you're in trouble with the law. We're just calling to let you know that. But you can take care of it over the phone. Um, have you ever... Have you ever heard of that before either? So obviously, these are things that most people wouldn't fall for. But there are people out there who get taken by surprise when something crazy and outlandish is said to them like this. And Andrew Hall told her that if she went to the police, she'd be arrested. And again, this man is allegedly from Homeland Security, which is the federal agency. And the police, presumably, would be the state or local people. And why would they arrest her if Homeland Security is coming after her for something? The fake federal official also said that she was the victim of identity theft and needed a new Social Security number. Um, again, if you're a victim of identity theft, there's things you can do about it. But I don't know if they're going to call you and say, oh, we've identified that you have been a victim of identity theft. Let's get you a new social security number. But before changing her number, he told her to make large withdrawals of cash from her savings account to protect herself. Now, here's the thing. If you had a bunch of money in the bank and someone said you're in some kind of trouble, that money's in danger. If you took the money out and stuck it in a suitcase underneath your bed, okay, I wouldn't say it's the safest place to put all your money, but it still would be safe. So there's got to be another step that follows this, right? So she said she kept the phone calls a secret from her family and then used Bitcoin machines to convert her life savings into digital currency in an attempt to clear her name. Now, 
I understand there are organizations out there that accept Bitcoin. But my general understanding, and this just comes from spending a few years walking the face of this planet, uh, is that the federal government ideally likes U.S. dollars. Now, they might accept other things, but U.S. currency, since they're the ones cranking it out, they'll take it back in. If you owe them money, they'll take U.S. currency. So the idea that you're going to get Bitcoin to pay off the government should also send up warning flags. So then Andrew Hall persuaded Henriette to max out her credit cards and put all of that onto gift cards worth $17,000. And she had to do that because apparently the $230,000 she'd already withdrawn from her bank was not enough and she'd run out of cash. So he said, um, you've got to take the money out of the bank to protect it, but also to pay us or something. And at this point, None of it makes any sense. But apparently, she's doing this because she, on some level, believes it to be true. She said that she believed the man was trying to help her until one day he stopped answering her calls. So apparently, he called her and said, look, you are being accused of some crimes. I don't know if it's you or not, but there's also a problem with your social security number. Maybe that's been compromised and maybe that's somebody using your stolen identity to commit crimes. So to straighten this out, we need to empty your bank account out because otherwise someone's going to steal your money. Uh, And then we want you to convert it into Bitcoin because that'll make it to where it can't be stolen. And then you send me all the Bitcoin and all the stuff so I can get the Bitcoin. But I'm with the government. You can trust me. And um, again, I assure you, that now, as she tells this story, she realizes that there was all kinds of warning flags. It's, it's, it's kind of like when you're watching college football and some team's got a really, really good receiver. And he's about to make the catch of the day. And three players in the other team all interfere with him and just like tackle him before the ball's anywhere near him. And you see flags come flying from every direction. It's like a flag storm for pass interference. Okay, now that she looks back on this transaction, that's how she sees it. But unfortunately, knowing you've been ripped off is not as useful as knowing someone's trying to rip you off. That's the problem. So investigators said that uh, they did trace the phone calls to Malta. Malta. Now, Malta, in case you don't know, uh, is a large island in the Mediterranean. So uh, those of you who've studied World War II know that Malta played a part uh, in a variety of theaters because of its location between Europe and North Africa. But of course, uh, the Department of Homeland Security would not be calling you from Malta to explain why you need to empty your bank account and send them all your money in Bitcoin. Uh, She said she hopes her story will serve as a warning to others who are threatened over the phone with being arrested or losing their social security number. And I've, I've gotten some of these calls and I, you know, I just hang up on them. And um, I've spoken to people I know that should know better who say, Steve, I just got a phone call from and fill in the blank. It doesn't matter who. None of those agencies will call you. The IRS won't call you. Homeland Security won't call you. The FBI is not calling you. The police probably aren't calling you, okay? Unless it's 
someone called the police and said, you're making too much noise and they haven't got time to set a car over, they might call and say, can you keep it down? And even that I'd be questioned. I'd I'd be skeptical of that. Okay? Even that I'd be skeptical of. So the idea that any legal action is starting with a phone call? No. So you know that. I know that. Again, like I said, my large and very good-looking and intelligent audience knows this. But you know people who don't. So you got to warn them and say, if somebody ever calls you that you don't know, they call you, not you calling them, they call you. If someone calls you and they initiated the relationship, take their number and a message and say, I'll call you right back. And they say, well, this is Homeland Security. We're about to come after you. I'll call you right back. And then tell the person in your life to call you first. And so you can say, Google phone scam Homeland Security or phone scam FBI or phone scam IRS. When they see stories like this, you're going to realize, oh, it is a scam. And then you don't call the person back. (laughs) I know old school people who have a hard time being rude on the phone who'd be tempted to call them back and apologize. I'm sorry, I won't be calling you back, sir. I think you're a scam. (laughs) But you got to talk to these people. And every time I hear something like this, I'm just don't know what to say. So she lost what appears to be $230,000 at least and possibly two forty-seven, dollars but hundreds of thousands of dollars scammed from a woman in the Chicago area and the money is now probably in Malta or farther away than that. So elderly Chicago area woman loses $230,000 after phone scammer accuses her of crimes in the New York Post. Rick sent it. Thanks a lot. Questions or comments? Put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. By and large, language is a tool for concealing the truth.